1: it is hockey season everyone yes it is we have we've made it through this offseason national predators is back they're winning preseason games they're beating the back-to-back champs yes we're gonna hang a banner don't come at me on that we're yeah. hanging a banner I already beat I already beat you to the joke But in all seriousness, it is time for hockey season. We're here, and we've got our official podcast Fantasy Hockey League draft happening in like less than 15 minutes from now. We're going to broadcast it live. Me and Rich are both in the league. We've got some awesome listeners who are also in on it. So we're going to be following their comments as the draft happens. This is a jam-packed episode, folks. We've got, uh, we've got to talk about the Preds beating the Lightning two games in a row in the preseason. We've got to talk about some roster moves. We've got to talk about Philip Forsberg's comments. <laughs> we've got so much to get into and not enough time to do it, but we're going we're gonna to figure it out. So this is Chad Mitten, your host, with Rich Howe. This is Catfish and Ice, episode 69. And yes, we are brought to you by DraftKings and part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Rich, are you ready for this fantasy draft, I
0: yeah sure. I did one <laughs> mock draft. Um It was not pretty. Um I'm picking 11. Yeah, we're doing the snake draft. That, that means I'm yeah 14. I believe. Hey, or 11 is like a good 14. spot to be
1: in because you get two quick picks in a row there. You're like you
0: <laughs> Yeah, you do. When I did, I the got mock the third pick. Well, so like when I did the mock draft, I had I was doing like looking at the best players. By the time it got to me, Sebastian Aho was the best player. It's not a bad pick at all. Yeah. But I don't know. It just I don't know. So let me say something. I, I've been playing
1: fantasy football since I was like in high school. Like I right. r- literally remember playing fantasy football with my friends, like my junior or senior year. And I feel like I'm dating myself here and I feel old now. But uh, it was on Yahoo, and but I can tell you, and I play all the different types of fantasy sports. Like it's, I love doing the Masters, like Majors. Like I like to pick my golfers. I have never played a harder sport in fantasy than hockey. It is very hard because you have to watch it every day. Your lineups, you have you to. Uh, it's almost like a second job. And I know we're all busy these days, but uh, we're in on it. We're ready for it. it we appreciate all of our listeners who joined this league. We have some really awesome people who are in on this league. And uh, I I know they're going to be joining the stream chat here live with us, and we're going to be sharing yep. their comments as this draft happens. We are coming down on the countdown here. We've got about 12 minutes till yep. our draft starts. So, uh, yeah, we're going to have fun with that. And guess what? To all of our listeners – we have an awesome prize. We got a fifty dollars Amazon gift card to the winner of the league, and also either a T-shirt or a hat of the podcast. Yep. So uh, we'll let them choose. Me and Rich are not eligible for this prize, and honestly, not- I don't think I don't think that's going to have a I don't think they have yeah. a problem with that anyway because so, I don't know yeah. if me and you're going to win anyway.
0: Well, I was looking at <clears throat> some of the comments in the the chat thing we have on yeah. Twitter. And like people are talking about, like, I don't know. Just it looks like some some of the people on here have done their homework. Oh uh, yeah, we're uh, in trouble. I, I noticed that some of the other uh, guys have like platinum Yahoo fantasy accounts. Oh and no, stuff. like, and I know Max Ritz is in here, and I know oh, yeah. for a fact he's who I'm
1: worried about the most. Him
0: and and Max Greenberg, both those two guys. The two maxes. We have to worry about
1: the two maxes. Absolutely. Um, I did a mock draft earlier today as well. And I actually – this is why I hate doing mock drafts because I actually really liked my mock draft team. And I don't get to keep it.
0: No.
1: And I'm not going to share who I picked because I know all of my uh, competitors here that I'm going up against are listening right now. And if I reveal now who I picked in my mock draft, they might steal my players. So uh yeah so, so I, don't, I, played,
0: I I can't share it right now. I've played fantasy football one time. Don't know what I'm doing.
1: Uh see no. I, Rich, I feel like you're playing like a little bit of uh, not. I think I, I think you're bluffing right now.
0: You're I, pool I sharking. Swear. I've only played fantasy football one time. All right.
1: So hey, before before good. we get into this draft real quick, let's let you know what else we got for episode 69. It's not just about us yahoos drafting our fantasy team because I'm sure you care about that so much to all of our listeners. But also, we got to react to two preseason wins by the Preds against the Tampa Bay Lightning, and I know it's preseason, but guess what? They had a lot of their quote-unquote starting lineup that we project in those games, and so that that means something. So we're going to talk about that. We'll get into that. We're also going to talk about Philip Forsberg's blockbuster comments he made, very genuine comments he made to Robbie Stanley of 102.5 The Game. Most of your Preds fans know about Robbie Stanley. He's one of the best Preds followers out there that covers the Preds. He asked a really awesome question, and Philip Forsberg was very transparent and honest with his comments regarding his future with this team. And so we got to get into that. We got our quick hitters coming as well. We're going to have to get into our Central Division Power Rankings. Every Thursday episode, once the season starts, we're going to do Thursday episodes. We will do our Central Division Power Rankings, and we will talk about that. So our preseason edition, we're going to unveil that. And also, what else we got? This is a jam-packed episode. Man. Let me tell so you, uh, waiver wire activity with the Preds. Yeah. We're going to talk about some players that they sent on the waiver wire. And we have to hope that another team does not take these players so that they can come back to uh, the Milwaukee Admirals. So we got to get into that. And so I think that covers it all. Oh, yeah, and, of course, our guy Kyle Perkins cannot make the episode. He's dealing with some family stuff. Family, of course, always comes first. So he cannot be in the episode tonight, but we will talk about Perk's picks. He still gave us his picks for the week. We'll end the episode with that. So I hope you all are all ready. Cause we have a jam packed episode for episode 69. Get your, co- get your coffee, get your energy drinks, get whatever it is you need to get through this episode with us because it's going to be a long one, but we promise you it's going to be a good one. And so we got about eight minutes left till the draft opens. I've got my, uh, I got my app open here.
0: Are you doing it on your phone?
1: Yeah, I'm doing it on my phone here. And so I got it. I got it picked out here. Uh so I'm ready for that. Before the draft starts, let's go ahead and start talking about the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, and how we kind of hung with these guys. You know, like, I mean, I know it's preseason. I know you can't read too much into it. But what's encouraging for me is that the Preds went with the lineup with a lot of players who are going to be on the regular season roster. And so you saw Philip Forsberg make make his debut. You saw Roman Yossi. You saw Matt Duchesne out there. You know, very, very different feel than the Florida yeah. Panthers doubleheader. So, Rich, kind of give me your initial thoughts on um, what you got out of the two dominating wins over the Tampa Bay Lightning. They outscored the Tampa Bay Lightning 12-3 to over the two games.
0: They did. Um, you definitely saw Philip Forsberg, and that was awesome to see him playing so well. Um your boy, Igor, scored two. My guy. That is amazing. I love to see that. I think he's making a case for himself. He's really, you know, he uh, is uh, hanging in there. I like I like to see that. Something that I, I was noticing, um, Tampa Bay, when they played Florida, you know, they had, you know, Florida had a bunch of their ringers in. Tampa Bay had a few as well. Um Stamkos played. Uh I was yeah. just kind of looking over the. They did. Uh, Sorelli played. Bogosian played. Um, Turnak played. So it wasn't like they were playing. Now know, the second play. game. Now the second game is a the lot. The second different. game they
1: did have a, more of their back end of their roster. They did. just going to throw that yeah, out absolutely. there. So they didn't have a lot of their. And of course, we didn't see Andre Vasileski out there at all. Which, or did he play in the first we did game? Not. No, he nope. didn't play in either game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, no, you got to take that not. into account, obviously. So we're not we're not out here trying to beat our chest and say, "Oh yeah, this means everything's different" or right. nothing like that. But at the same time, when you here here's the big number for me from this uh, from this uh, these two wins over the Tampa Bay Lightning, and that is that the Tampa Bay power play went one out of fourteen. Absolutely. <coughs> Now, They're I good. would prefer for the Predators to not take that many penalties over two games because that That's never true. ends well, but they got plenty of penalty kill practice. I mean, one out of 14 is pretty damn good, so I am happy yeah. about that, but uh, that, that kind of what is what sticks out to me the most is the penalty kill killed off yes. 13 of 14 penalties.
0: Um, in that first game, uh, Matt Duchesne and Forsberg and Ryan Johansson were on a line, and Matt Duchesne scored a goal, and Forsberg got two. I like it. I like. I like it. If that's what it winds up happening, them being the top line, uh, it's good to see them. You know. Well, producing. that
1: that kind of gives us a little bit of window into what John Hines is thinking right. about a top line. If he put them together, you have to think that that's kind of what he's. You know, thinking about yeah. when it comes to that top line, that let's be mm-hmm. honest, we, we still don't know what that top line is going to be for sure.
0: No. Whereas a no, lot no, of your no, top
1: no. elite NHL teams, they know who their top line is.
0: Yeah. So that, still, that, uh, that
1: that that kind of changes things a lot there.
0: But uh, for that, it's
1: a good point. So yeah, Phil Forsberg had three points in that uh, first in his preseason debut. He had uh, an assist and two goals, I believe. Uh, and like you said, Matt Duchesne got the first goal of that game. And then, uh, of course, Igor Afanasiev. I mean, he is oh, just, man. I mean, you want to talk about someone who has made the most out of this preseason when it comes to raising their stock? <laughs> yes. It is absolutely Igor Afanasiev. Not to be overlooked, though, is Connor Ingram. I do not want to overlook him. Right. He has looked very, very solid in net for the Preds. And I expect to see Connor Ingram. Hopefully, we'll see. Maybe get one more good little chunk of action. I know the Milwaukee Admirals are getting ready to start their season, though, so he, we might not see Connor Ingram again. I'm not sure not. about yeah. that,
0: but uh, yeah, you're not, uh, you might not. I, I agree with that. Um, we're coming up
1: close on the draft here. We are. Um, we got like two we got, minutes. Uh, two minutes. Yeah, so we're watching the draft yeah. countdown here. I picked third, so I got to be paying attention here. I pick eleventh. All right, so you got yeah, we'll some time, Rich. You. So I you're gonna have to take over.
0: Uh, Um, uh, Let's see The second second game though Was good to see Like uh, There was lots of scoring By everybody There wasn't anybody Who had multiple goals So that was cool Uh, Carrier got one Carrier got got one one. Cousins uh, Cunning, Tomasino got one Everybody They all all got
1: Everyone who scored In the second preseason game Or in the second game Against the Lightning Got their first goal Of the preseason I believe If I remember seeing that correctly And so, uh, yeah, you love to see that. Olivier scored. Uh, Tommy Novak got his second assist of the preseason, who is going to be a big part of the Milwaukee Admirals this season. Um, Luke Cunning got his first goal of the preseason. Like uh, Philip Tomasino, how am I looking over Philip Tomasino? He got his first goal of the preseason. And yeah. so, uh, yeah, yeah, you saw, you saw a lot of uh, – it, it's great to see the wealth being spread here. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. And I so agree.
1: a lot of there's a lot of reasons mm-hmm. to be really happy about what you've seen out of the first four games of the preseason from the press. Yep. Even in the two games they played against the Panthers, even though they lost, we talked about it in the last episode, they still played very well with a very young roster and they didn't use any hardly any of their veterans. So yeah. you had to feel really good about it. So very encouraging results. Um, there's a lot to look at and be optimistic about it. It could definitely be the other way where they just look horrible through four games, and we'd be feeling a lot differently. So even though it's just preseason, you still got to be optimistic here. you still got to look at it with the glass half full, and that's kind of where I'm at with it.
0: Yep. Second game, uh, Ekholm got a point. Yeah. Favreau got a point. Yosie got
1: just, a point. You saw the point distri- distribution and the goals and all that really spread out. So it's really yeah, awesome to see awesome. here. We got Ritzy in the in the in the uh chat here. Uh-oh. We've got Matt Hardesty in the chat. Uh we got a lot of good listeners and awesome people that we just really appreciate for following along here. We just really appreciate everyone. I hear the countdown. That's it. The the, the, the really so the draft oh. is live here. Oh and <laughs> someone already picked.
0: Yeah, they picked. Uh, Connor McDavid, Connor McDavid, <laughs> shocker of the century, right?
1: Connor McDavid went number one overall in the Catfish and Ice Podcast Fantasy League. So uh, the Goon Squad, which is Kyle Perkins,
0: it is that dog took
1: Perks picks. He's the Perks picks guy. He took Connor McDavid, shocker of the century, and we've right? got the Juicers. Who's uh, the Juicers? I'm not sure. All right, well, the juicers took Nathan oh. McKinnon, which is a really solid pick. So yeah. good job there. They didn't
0: dry sidle.
1: I've got a tough pick here because honestly, I got yeah. the third pick here. I'm looking over here. I got Leon Dryseidle <laughs> in front of me. I've got Nikita Kucherov in front of me, the beer-drinking, shirtless, crazy man. Uh, I've got Vasilevsky. I've got Nico mm. Ranson in front of me. I've got a lot of really Poster, this third
0: pick, this third
1: pick is not a really fun position to be in here, yeah. and I've got fifty three seconds to make my pick. So I mean, this mm. I'm sorry for delaying the inevitable here, but I I really don't know who I want. I'm kind of having a, a you tough want go Corey
0: Perry. Pick Corey hey, Perry. Pick Rich, know. you
1: can go ahead and be quiet right now because uh, <laughs> I'm definitely not going to do that. God, goalies are so heavy here with these point with with our point system here. But you That's know what, lefty, man, I'm I'm going um i'm going kucherov wow i took nikita kucherov over leon dreisaitl you can come at me all yeah. you want
0: oh so Lindsay's up now she uh changed her name the to chucky's Ch- angels yeah that's yeah she likes whichever to chuck plays for the flames i'm not sure all right um, well is that she's up is that the young one brady does he play for the flames i i get him mixed up all the time man. i don't know rounds. i'm not sure I wanted to take
1: Leon Dreisaitl. I really did. But um, you know what? Kucherov is on a great team. He is an assist machine.
0: Lindsey took Andre Vascolevsky.
1: Ooh. Hey, I respect it. That's all right. Lindsey, Lindsay, I respect that pick because guess is. what? Goaltenders in our league get five points for a win, and they get and they- five points for a shutout. So, And they get points for saves. So, Lindsey, yep. that's actually a good pick. I thought about taking him.
0: Oh, Leon Drassido is gone.
1: <clears throat> well, he wasn't going to make it very much further. Now yeah. we got the Cowboys from hell, which is my roommate Clayton, who's the Stars fan. And, he, and who did he take? He uh, took Miko Rantanen. He did. All right, he drafts moving quick here.
0: It is. Austin Matthews um, is off yeah, the board like, now. Oh, man, it's coming up on me. I'm –
1: Yeah, you better get ready. You better start doing your research there, Rich. You're too busy watching everyone else pick. I am. All right. So, uh, we got, uh, I I believe we have Matt Hardesty up now, right? I think
0: that's who that is. With the eighth
1: pick. Yeah. We just had Austin Matthews go, uh, with the seventh pick. So, I mean, it's top heavy. Let's be honest. I mean, we, we, we know our headline players in the NHL right now.
0: And so a lot of those
1: players are now gone. So now we're getting down to, uh, the players who are still outstanding players and elite players, but we've kind of gotten right. off the top-heavy players that we knew were going to get taken. Rich, you, Rich, are you kind of against my Kucherov pick? You you, you kind of like cringed on that one.
0: Uh, I would have taken dry side all myself if I were you. All but right.
1: Well, it might come back to haunt me, but I, here's I my reasoning for it. Kucherov is an assist machine. I mean, this yeah. dude just like piles up the assists. And he you're also right. scores goals as well. And he's also a very physical player. And his plus minus is going to be through the roof. And so right. I know Dry Sidle's the same way. It's kind of a split hairs at that point, but that's. You're right. You're right. That's kind of what I went with. All right. So Matt Hardesty's taking a little bit of time here. He's down to 10 seconds yeah. on his pick.
0: Or, it's or tough, though. He's in a tough really. position. It is. Well, I, yeah. We'll see. I guess he's going to want. Yeah, hey. I don't know if he's on, because he took he, uh, took...
1: he took past or not. He took pasta. He took pasta. Know. Oh. All right, we got Panarin. Panarin just went, and so now we got yep. the 10th pick. Gro-
0: Groobs. All like right. Um, yeah So it's up to me, man. It's
1: up to Zachary
0: LaRue flips off Flip the hoo, off who, which is
1: Rich House team. uh
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with Robin Lender. No, I'm not. Um,
1: <laughs> wow.
0: And, I'm <laughs> he's in
1: the news today. He can make the, the news for a different Iraq. reason.
0: I'm, uh, I'm going to Vetchkin.
1: Woo. All right.
0: I'll take All it. All right.
1: That's fair. It's fair. We got UC sorrows up now. The last pick of the first round,
0: UC sorrows. And then he, and then, and then they get, uh, not
1: the real UC sorrows. He's not in our league. That'd be really cool. If he was in our league. But we're not uh, that we're, we're not that big time yet no, to get UC no. Saros in our league. But uh, all right, so as we've found, our first lines pretty much our first rounds pretty much almost over. Yep.
0: So, uh, but I got a pick coming up. So
1: yeah, so you got to focus. I can't be asking you questions. No, you're good. You, you, you go you're ahead. not going to know what's going on.
0: I, I barely know what I'm doing. So all right, uh, Cal McCarr. Cal McCarr. Mitchell Marner, now it's up to me. Patrick Kane, uh, Sebastian Aho. Oh, this is tough. Brady. So you see Sor-
1: so that the team UC Sorrows took uh who did he, yep.
0: Who did they take? Um Mitch, Mitch Marner. Marner. Mm-hmm. That's All not right. a bad pick. That's a good pick. Oh, gosh, this is really hard. Uh
1: you're in a good spot here. Like you can have two really, really good picks. I'm telling you, your position is one of the best positions to I be know. in in a snake
0: draft. I just don't know who to take. <laughs> I'm going to go. I know what I'm going to do. I'm taking Sebastian Ajo.
1: That's it. All right. I wouldn't have gone that direction, but you know what? It's okay.
0: So who would you have taken? Patrick Kane?
1: Uh, On that list, I can't, I can't really divulge that right now because okay. – I would have taken oh, Herberto, actually coming up. I would have taken yep. Jonathan Herberto personally. Yeah. In your position. But we'll you know what? That's why it's a draft. Yeah. And so, you know, everyone has a different position on that. Hey, so let's get into this while the draft's going on here. Uh, two more preseason games left. We got against the Carolina Hurricanes. Yep. Saturday. What else? What else do you want to see, Rich, from the Preds that they haven't maybe shown you yet? Or maybe what what needs to be in the plan? in these last two games. Like what are you looking
0: for? I would really like him to uh Hines that is to start solidifying these lines and start letting these guys play together in some game situations. Um yeah, I mean put them together, you know, do what you're going to do, show your hand, whatever you're going to do and just let these guys play and and let Soros maybe play the full one of one of these last two games, play the full the full game, so I would I would be good with that.
1: Like it. Yeah, I, I feel I'm I'm kind of under the uh, under the belief of let's let let's let these uh young kids who are trying to build a win a roster spot, let's let them get out there and prove it these last two games.
0: That's that's and, good
1: too. Yep. And that's that's Philip Tomasino, that's Igor Afanasyev, who's already proven it, but let's let him do it some more. Uh but the Milwaukee Admirals effect comes into that. And the players you know are going to be playing for Milwaukee, they're probably not going to be available for these last two games because right. their season's starting, like right now, basically. So, really, the only players you're going to see in these last two games are going to be players who you know are already going to be in the lineup or players who you think need you need to see a little bit more out of them to maybe yeah. earn that roster spot. Because I believe the roster's down to 33 players after today. So it is. yeah. It, 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 we got like 10 players left who still yeah. have to figure out where they're gonna be.
0: Well if you look at if you look at the forwards, there's there's Afanasiev who he could possibly be moved. Um McCarran and uh, Tomasino. I mean that yeah. those are like I mean it's the tough three, yeah. That's, that's that's David. Really so tough. David
1: Ferrance, David Ference just got sent to Milwaukee. Assigned to Milwaukee today.
0: He did. So yeah. he's
1: at for now. Anyway, he's out of the picture as far as starting on opening night.
0: Yep. And then if you look at the um, the defensemen, Jeremy Davies, he, yeah. Ben Harper. I feel like the lineup. I
1: feel like it. the lineup's pretty set right now, Absolutely. except for a couple players, and that's really Afanasiyev and Tomasino.
0: Yeah. And yeah, Rocco yeah. Grimaldi, I throw Rocco
1: Grimaldi in there too,
0: too. Yeah, even I mean, though he's
1: not a prospect, he's still a fringe yeah. player for me.
0: Yeah, and uh, I tell you, man, Afanasiev is really making a case. Um, man, uh, he, <laughs> it's going to be so tough to pick these guys. Um, who's a,
1: Going back to the draft, who's Phil and Phil? I don't know. They just took Connor Hellebuck. Less known, yeah. the less known the. Uh, in the chat nope. room, who You're is Phil uh, and Phil? I'm up. Yeah, You're up. all right.
0: You going to take Sidney Crosby?
1: Well, I got I got some time to look at it here. I got <laughs> Kucherov. Kucherov's my only pick. I no. hate being in that. I hate being in that third pick. Yeah. In a snake uh, order because you have to wait so long for your next pick. All right, so I got a little over a minute to make my pick here. I'm looking over here. I see Sidney Crosby. I I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Oh man, it's hard. I'm, I'm seeing Darcy Kemper here for Colorado. I feel like he's going to have a decent year. I really do. Uh, uh, Robin Robin Leonard's just sitting there staring at me in the face. Uh,
0: That might
1: not be bad. No, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. You know what? I'm going to throw some people off here. I'm, I'm scrolling down the list here. I'm taking someone who was in my mock draft earlier today that I took. I am taking Mark Stone of the Vegas Golden Knights. Nice. That's my pit. Nice.
0: He's another point getter. Mark Stone piles up the points. Yeah, I got, still got a little bit. I'm pretty far away.
1: Yeah, you're you're okay right now. You got plenty of time.
0: <laughs> Good. So um, I'm
1: I'm up again though, quick here. So let's see. Adam Fox just went. Uh, To the Juicers, we got the Goon Squad back up who had the first pick, which is Kyle Perkins. He took uh, Connor McDavid with his first pick and then had to wait to take his next pick. It's tough tough having one of those first picks because you have to wait so long to get your next pick. Absolutely, you do. So the snake draft, it really doesn't benefit you to be – that far up in the order, it's actually better to be further back. Yeah, where you were at, Rich.
0: Where where does it show who's picking people?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm. Just kinda, I'm kind of trying to figure it out as well. Like honestly, it, the the Yahoo Fantasy oh. app is not very good.
0: Yeah, well, I got there. it on my computer. Um,
1: um, you can go to the results tab and see who everyone's picked.
0: Yeah, Kyle Perkins <laughs> took uh, Casper. Kaprizov. Kaprizov, yeah. Kaprizov. Kaprizov. Kaprizov, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's a good pick by him.
1: So he's got, he's got, he's got, he's got uh Connor McDavid and Kaprizov as his first two picks. That's, I mean, I, I can't disagree with that by uh, Kyle there. Oh, honestly. Kyle also,
0: Kyle also took Sidney Crosby.
1: Oh all right, I can't get on board with that one.
0: Nobody wants Robin Leonard. It says he's day to day injured.
1: Well, just with everything going on with him. Yeah. I'm actually in the market for a goaltender right now.
0: I with my third like, my
1: I third think. pick of the draft. I gotta get me a goaltender here. So I'm looking over yeah. him right now. I see so Philip like. Grubauer. I see uh I see Varlamov. I like Varlamov a lot. And I am up.
0: All and right. All Darcy Kempers. Ah,
1: uh, thanks, juicers. <laughs> I see this is why I shouldn't have revealed my hand.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Man. Yeah, we're in a bad spot. These goaltenders
1: are going quick. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think I... You know what? You know what? Everyone can go ahead. I am putting my money where my mouth is because I respect this player. I respect this man. He's going to have a great year. I am drafting UC Soros. Come at me. Golf Bravo clap. to you. I get the golf club for to that. you, sir. UC Soros has been drafted by Spiza's Awakening.
0: Good for you. Oh, look. Lindsay took a, ch- a T'Chuck.
1: Oh, shocker.
0: One of the, one of the T'Chucks.
1: For Calgary. She's,
0: she said, I have to do this. So it's Matthew. Matthew plays for Calgary and Brady plays for the so other. So we had Broncos. two
1: picks in a row where it was uh, picking with your heart and maybe not with your mind. Because yep. I took UC Soros because I'm a diehard – National Predators fan, obviously. And then Lindsay, yep. who is also a Predators fan, but she's a new Predators fan, but she's also a diehard Calgary Flames fan, and she takes to Chuck.
0: She did. So all good right.
1: Good for her though. Good for her. Alex De just went to Ose Can Yose. The these are some strap. really good names, by the way. Bravo Ooh. to everyone who came up with their team names because these yeah. are some really good names.
0: Yep. Osay
1: Ken Yose, is that Max Greenberg or Max Ritz? I don't know. I don't know. We have two Maxes in this league. we right, can we're gonna see. keep. Wa- we're gonna keep watching they the draft see. here. Let's get into our next segment here, and that is Phil Forsberg's comments hmm. last week that really got everyone up in a frenzy. Boy, did it! He, he <laughs> so he was asked a really, really solid, great question by Robbie Stanley of 102.5 The Game. He does Robbie and Rex Road morning show on 102.5 The Game. I listen to them every day when I can on my drive-in. If I'm in the car, I'm listening to them. If I can stream them, I do. It's one of the best morning shows in Nashville, if not the best. And Robbie Stanley Mm -hmm. knows the press through and through. And he he uh, asked Forsberg basically about what everyone's already thinking. What's your future like in Nashville? Because – Forsberg is entering the last year of his contract. Everyone knows that the Preds are going to have to pay him if mm-hmm. they're going to keep him, and probably long-term. And we all know that long-term contracts are rub people the wrong way around here.
0: Boy, do they. You're so, right there.
1: <coughs> and let me pull up the comments here from, uh, from Forsberg. Yeah. Because the, he, what he told Robbie Stanley, exactly what he said. So from Robbie Stanley at RStanleyNHL on Twitter, so you can look up these comments from Robbie Stanley's account. Uh, He asked, Is it still a goal of yours to finish your career here and be part of this team moving forward? Are you still wanting that, or is it a wait-and-see approach? That's what Robbie Stanley asked Philip Forsberg, which is a great question. This is what Forsberg said, quote, I have no rush to sign. I mean, I still have a full year. I don't know. I feel like you have to play your contract out. Obviously, I have a full year. I love this place. I've loved every minute since I got here. I definitely feel like we have a really good opportunity to make something great, not just this year, but going forward <laughs> as well. Like you know, it is it is a business and everything is going to have to be handled properly like that. And so let me just give you my first thoughts on those comments. Here's how I feel about it. First of all, I really appreciate Philip Forsberg for being genuine, honest, and transparent with his mm-hmm. comments because you don't get that from a lot of athletes. No. He he didn't have to be that detailed. He didn't have to say all those things. He could have just said, <laughs> he could have given the generic cookie-cutter response of, "Yeah, we'll see what happens. I love this place." No, he actually – he he made it pretty clear that he's not sure.
0: Yeah. Um, and and that's – it's good to see, like, he was very honest and straightforward, but he was also very diplomatic and wasn't – you know, he gave a good answer. And, 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 you know, it's true. Like, he's in his – he's kind of in his prime right now. And, like – He's 27 years old. Yeah. Like, if the Predators – like, if this – season winds up being a bust for them and like there's no hope in sight to fix it you can't blame the guy you know what i mean like
1: that's kind of where i'm at with it
0: yeah i mean if he can go somewhere like you look and you look and see like what like craig smith is a shining example of you know what can happen like he you know he he did well in in nashville everybody hated to see him go but he went to boston and man like he he's flourished and like They're they're a Stanley Cup contender like every year. And you got to think, and
1: and and that's kind of how I feel about it. So, Phil Forsberg, 27 years old. We forget that a lot. We forget that he's still so young because he crashed into the league so fast.
0: Absolutely. Think
1: about his rookie season. 60-plus points (coughs) had never been done by a Preds rookie ever. Yeah, I mean and, and, and everyone tries to say, well, he shouldn't be he shouldn't be getting feeling this way because he's not elite. Okay. He's not elite in the sense of, yeah, he's not on Nathan McKinnon's level. He's not on right. that level, obviously. He's not on a Miko Ranton level. He's not even on a Braden Point level, but he's on that lower tier. Yeah. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And look, yeah, I mean, just, just looking at this past season, shortened season, he played in 39 games, I believe. He had the second highest point efficiency of his career.
0: Yeah. I mean, so don't
1: tell me that he's trending backwards at 27 years old because that's no. that's a bunch of garbage. The guy is just needs it to be in the right situation, and he needs to know for his personal career that he's in mm-hmm. the right place And that's what I got out of that answer. That's what I got out of that answer.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean. But great question by Robbie Stanley. Oh, yeah, it was so good. and I
1: appreciate that question so much. Who did you just take? You just took John Tavares.
0: I did, but I wanted Berzer on.
1: I can't Um, believe Tavares made it this far back in the draft, honestly.
0: uh, Yeah, I agree. Uh, So who do we got?
1: We got we Groob's crack house up. Who who is running Grub's crack Crackhouse? Because that is a very interesting uh name here. I gotta look up who this is. Tell us in tell us in the uh, stream if if, um, if I can't figure it out.
0: So oh, that's Nick. CJ.
1: That's our resident Milwaukee Admirals okay. fan, CJ Watershake. Oh, okay. All, right. All right. crack Crackhouse just took okay. uh who do crack Crackhouse just take? Y'all are moving way too fast for me in this draft, you by the way. Mark Shifley. Shifley. That's a good pick. All right. Uh, that's a we're so seeing some we're seeing some really great elite players going very late yeah. in this draft.
0: So my pick before Tavares, I took um uh Marc Andre Fleury.
1: Uh I love Fleury, but I do not trust his situation in Chicago.
0: He's gonna yeah, be know. your bell cow. He's going to be your bell cow goalie? I mean, I don't know so far. It might work out for you. It <laughs> might work out for you. Maybe. We'll see. I don't know. Oh, uh, CJ says, I quit. Every guy I need is going, LOL. <laughs> All okay.
1: right, CJ. Well, uh, maybe you can draft some uh, Milwaukee Admirals players because you do know the Milwaukee Admirals very well.
0: So, um, Kentucky line tra- Did they say that? It was Matt? Yeah, that's Matt Hardesty. Yeah, he, he got Yossi. Ah. Uh.
1: Yeah. So that's the first press. No, I took UC Soros. So that's you did. We've we've got two press players <laughs> on the board. I oh. took UC Soros as my goaltender, and Matt Hardesty took Roman Yosi. I think yeah. we're going to be waiting a little bit before we see Philip Forsberg taken.
0: Yeah. can Yosi took Dougie Hamilton. Cowboys from Hell took Brady Tchuk. To oh, uh, Lindsay's going to be upset about that. She didn't yeah. get a the to Chuck book in there
1: uh i i feel like i've been waiting an hour for my next pick like i hate being in this position
0: yeah i'm seeing all
1: these great players get taken that i want to take my my mock draft is nothing like this this draft i'm having to do right now
0: yeah um yeah i don't know i'm i don't know i feel all right i guess so far i need some more wingers um and then the bench, man. Gosh, I guess that's just well, so so it's into a day it. so
1: in, in hockey, it's a daily lineup. So you have to make sure your bench is strong yeah. because there's gonna <laughs> be nights where your top players aren't playing. I agree. So it, fantasy hockey is is way different than yeah. than football. Lindsay's up. I, I'm looking over at the defenseman right now because I feel like I need a defenseman <laughs> and I, I mean I see some decent ones, but nothing that's really getting the needle moving for me. I mean, I see uh I see Riley out there for Toronto, I see Petrangelo, I see Bari for Edmonton, I see Seth Jones for Chicago. I'm like and you do get points in our league for blocks and hits. So how mean, much
0: like how much are, in,
1: so blocks and hits are a point apiece. How so much if are you get Two? A
0: sister a sister three points, I believe. Three. Quinn Hughes, Vancouver. 53 assists projected.
1: Ah, uh, he oh, so Petrangelo. So Petrangelo just went to uh to Lindsay and I was really thinking about well, taking him. Up. So Lindsay, thank you for taking the player that I wanted to take. I should not have revealed my hand there. I still want a defenseman really bad, but I'm gonna have to overlook this here. I'm gonna have to see who else is available. Charlie McAvoy. Let, let, me, let me look at let me look at some wingers here. We got Johnny G for Calgary. I know Lindsay knows all about Johnny G. Uh yes. Johnny hockey. Uh let's see.
0: Oh, oh man.
1: Geez.
0: Oh, you're looking the
1: I am looking around now. Yeah. I'm actually all over the place. Radulov? You know what? Ah
0: uh, DJ Yoshi. Yoshi. Nah, he's he's
1: getting up there in age.
0: I don't know. You know what? Um, I don't know what to tell you, man. I know it's I'm tough. in a tough
1: spot here.
0: You are in a tough spot. Uh, I'm in a really spot. tough spot. David Perron, man, he, had, you know he what? projected that 49. I took Barzel.
1: I took Matthew Barzel. All
0: right. I'll be right back. All right, man. So yeah, we're um going moving right along here on this uh draft. And I don't know who I'm going to pick next. Um I'm not sure if I want to take a winger or a defenseman. I've only got one winger and I've got a Vechkin. So, man, it's very tough to pick. But I've got a long way to go before I'm picking. Chad has one, one, two, three, four. He's got five picks before he he can go again. So, um, we'll see what happens. Oh, four picks. He better get back or he's going to get – He's gonna get um. Oh, here he comes! I think he's gonna get auto drafted. You got four. You got four picks, man. And then you're, oh and then no! You're so and I took Matthew
1: Barzel because I'm a big Matthew Barzel fan. Actually, I think he's. I like the Islanders a lot. I like Barry Trotz's system. Yep. So that's kind of why I went with Matthew Barzel. I this this drafting is like actually really freaking difficult. It
0: is. It's very hard. Um, <laughs>
1: I feel like I should have given more than a 90 seconds to make a pick.
0: But what was harder, what was harder was me just filling up that 40 seconds while you were gone. Yeah, um, well, you know, nature probably, calls
1: in a long probably, we, we have like over an hour podcast left, and then nature called for me. So uh, there
0: you go. It's
1: there just go. we're being honest here on Catfish and Ice episode <laughs> 69. I had to pee. Well,
0: all about the honesty. All,
1: all right, honesty. so I'm seeing. I'm seeing like a lot of really good players here, still available. But it's like, who do you take? That's the hardest part.
0: I think I know who I'm going to take, and it's somebody I don't like. If it, if they're still there when I'm when it's available, I'm not going to say who it is though.
1: So here here here's our here's me and Rich's teams right now. I've got I've got Matthew Barzil as my center. I've got <laughs> I, and I picked two right wings. I've picked Mark Stone and and Nikita Kucherov, so I feel really strong. On wing right now, but I got to get me a defenseman. Like I'm, and I've got UC Saros in net. So here's my team right now. Rich, give us your team real quick. So I've so got far.
0: Sebastian Aho and Tavares at center. All right, Alex Ovechkin on left wing, and Mark Andre Fleury. All right. So let's let's
1: look, let's look at Kyle Perkins's team. Kyle Perkins had the number one pick. In the draft. It was a random draft order, by the way. We did not set this order. It was randomly set. Kyle Perkins, who does Perks picks every week. We're going to reveal his picks later in this episode as we (laughs) go on here. He took Connor McDavid with his first pick. He's got Sidney Crosby. He's got uh, Kaprizov. And he's also got Quinn Hughes as his defenseman. And he got... Shesta Kirkin for his goaltender, who is the rising goaltender for the New York Rangers. So he's got a good-looking team right now, the Goon yep. squad. Uh, I'm looking over some of these teams right now. Let's see. Uh, we got the Juicers. Uh, Justin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're uh, up there
0: right? All right,
1: let's go. I you think start looking over here. the teams, all right?
0: Yeah. Um, the Juicers have McKinnon.
1: I've got 38 seconds to pick. I was too busy looking that. at other people's teams.
0: Uh, Adam Fox, uh, Darcy Kemper and Gold, Darnell Nurse on defense.
1: I gotta get me a defenseman Paul here. Paul
0: Connor. Winger. All
1: right. I am gonna go with a defenseman, and I am going with a young rising defenseman in this league. He reminds me a lot of Roman Yossi, and that is Miko Haskinen of the Dallas Stars.
0: That's a good, that's a good solid pick. He plays a
1: lot like Roman Yossi, and I feel good about <laughs> that. Pick.
0: I like him. I like him a lot. Feel
1: really good yeah. about that pick. Yeah. All right. Do you so do you look.
0: find do you find like uh, predators fans in general are like kind of moving away from hating Dallas so much? What do you think, about uh that? what's your opinion?
1: You I don't think slowly? people I don't think Preds fans overall hate Dallas like they hate Chicago right. and Detroit and right. San Jose and all those teams that we used to yeah. battle with, the Anaheim Ducks. Um, I feel like the Stars are one of those teams that kind of gave us this the uh, sign that we our Stanley Cup window was closing when yeah. when the when the Preds lost <laughs> to the Stars in the first round of 2019. Yep, that's kind of when it became clear to me that mm-hmm. this core is not working. The rebuild needs to start happening now, and it didn't. And so that that first round playoff series was a disaster.
0: It sure was. They
1: were up two to one in that series, and then they just the the bottom fell out. Yep. And so they lost three in a row to get knocked out in six games to a team, whereas on paper going into that series, everyone said the Preds were going to win that series. <laughs> yep. And so that's kind of where it started for me. I don't have a problem with stars. I actually find a lot of the stars players likable. I, I like I like Tyler Sagan. I find him the only player that a lot of Preds fans don't like that can make them hate the Stars is Alexander Radulov.
0: Yeah, and it was Corey Perry, but he's obviously and he's gone now, and, three, three, and so two or three teams gone actually. So
1: yeah, so I don't think really that the Stars hatred is that high. Yeah. For Preds fans, I mean, every Preds fan has their own fans they don't like – or own teams they don't really? like for a certain reason. Yeah. Let's look at uh, let's look at Lindsay's team. She's a big Calgary Flames What's fan, it? she's shocker of the century. She's already got two Calgary players on her team. Oh, she better she be t- careful. She took Johnny Hockey, Johnny Giudrow. All
0: right,
1: she took Matthew DeChuck. <laughs> He's got John Carlson, the Washington Capitals defenseman. She's got Alex Petrangelo. Vegas Gold, nice defenseman. And she's got Andre Vasilevsky. You know what? I'm just going off what I'm seeing right now. Wow. Lindsay might have the best team that's drafted so far.
0: She might. Yeah. She's I think got she a right.
1: really solid team. I'm not going to even like pretend right now. Like she's got a really good team.
0: Oh, man. I am up. It sucks. All
1: right. Yeah. This sucks. Oh. Yeah. I'm looking over some of these teams I right now.
0: I um, Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) This is very hard. You know what? I'm gonna take a chance here. Take a chance. I'm gonna take Tyler Sagan.
1: Of course, I'm talking. I'm talking all these good things about Tyler Sagan, and you take him.
0: Well, I was gonna take though. Well, you know what? I'm not gonna say he was.
1: At this point in the draft, that's actually a really good pick. I like. Still might take him. (coughs) All right, this is episode 69 of. Catfish and Ice, our live official podcast, Fantasy Draft Edition. We are watching the draft as it happens, as we record this episode live. We appreciate all of our listeners who are <laughs> watching the stream right now, who joined the Fantasy Hockey League. We've got a $50 Amazon gift card online and yeah. a, a Catfish and Ice podcast t-shirt or hat, whichever they want. And me and Rich are not eligible for this prize. Cause that'd be kind of weird to give our own selves a oh, gift yeah. card. <laughs> like that would kind of be weird. So uh, it's whoever finishes highest. If me or Rich wins, which probably yeah. won't happen. So we're cool with that. I don't, we're I happy for it. everyone to be in this league. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It really is to see how this goes. We're going to follow it as our catfish and ice season two goes along. We will update the fantasy hockey <laughs> results. And uh, hopefully it's not too, too bad. Speaking of fantasy sports and all that good stuff. We are presented by DraftKings, the official betting partner of the NFL. But also, guess what? Hockey season is back, as you know. And DraftKings has an awesome deal for all of our hockey fans who are listening right now, who are participating in this draft right now, this fantasy hockey draft. Guess what? If you don't have the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use our promo code THPN because guess what? You can go ahead and bet $1 on any team to score one goal, just one goal, and you get $100 in free bets. There you go. That's what DraftKings has offered for you right okay. now. So download the Freeze. DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Throw down $1 on any hockey game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This is this week, one puck in the net nets you a big win with promo code THPN at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 years or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit, and $1 wager required. One per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. And so, yes, all you, need, all you need is for one team to score a goal. <laughs> Those are pretty good odds to win $100 in free bets on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So go do that if you haven't already to all of our listeners. All right, Rich, you're up on the draft here.
0: Yeah. um, Is it Ehlers? Is that how you say his name? Guy from Winnipeg? Yeah, he's good. He's very good. Well, guess what? That's what I'm taking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. I got to stay focused on this, but let's move on to our next segment here. Let's get into some quick hitters on – The Catfish and Ice podcast, (laughs) episode 69. And let's start with these waiver wire moves the Predators made today. And I got to tell you, I came away very surprised with one of those five players.
0: (laughs) I know who They got sent
1: to the waiver wire, and that is Rem Pitlick. Rem Pitlick goes to the waiver wire. The, first of all, this is one of those things where teams it, – it's a numbers game. You only have so much room for the roster. When you send a player back to the minors, they have to clear waivers. Yep. And This happens with every team. <laughs> 22 players across the NHL went to the waiver wire today in this regard. But five of those 22 were part of the Predators. So that's something to look at right there. Absolutely. So Rem Pitlick headlines that, but you also have Cole Smith. You have Freddie Allard. Frederick Allard went to the waiver wire. Uh, Yeah, so it's one of those things where uh, Matt Tennyson goes to the waiver wire and Matt Luff. And so if those players don't get taken, claimed by another team, then they'll go back to the Milwaukee Admirals. And you would expect that most of those players will not get claimed. But here's the deal. Rem Pitlick is one of those players <laughs> that brings an offensive talent to his game that I'm not so sure that there aren't teams out there who are going to want him. Yeah. Oh,
0: I'm that's sure going to, that's going to not
1: be, that's not going to be fun to see him lost for nothing.
0: Cause so I, I, I think he yeah. has a
1: bright future.
0: Yeah. In our chat, Justin, he's the juicers says, I better see a and Pitlick still in the Preds org tomorrow. And then uh, CJ said, I'm going to be mad as heck if we lose them. Then again, Allard does deserve better. If you want to – somebody who knows about players from Milwaukee, CJ is your man. Yeah,
1: CJ lives up there. CJ is a diehard Milwaukee Admirals fan. He lives up in that area. He follows the team closely. He's been on our podcast before. He knows a lot about those prospects. And it would be tough to lose Freddie Allard. Frederick Allard (laughs) – He's always been in that top tier of prospect defenseman for the Preds. He was drafted in 2016 in the third round, and he's just never been able to make that really <coughs> difficult transition to the NHL. And let's be honest, the Preds have always had a very, very difficult logjam at defenseman. I mean, you think yeah. about it. Ryan Ellis, Roman Yossi. Matias Eckholm, Dante Fabro got in there quickly. It's always been tough to make that jump. I am up on my pick, kind Who of, ex- are. but expand on the on this segment, Rich. When it comes yeah, to so Pitlick and all them,
0: I know everybody was upset about about Pitlick getting sent to Milwaukee or put on waivers or whatever. But you know, these guys have like a very limited amount of time to make an impact, and like we watch the games and stuff, but we don't know what goes on in practice apparently he just didn't show my opinion is I, he must've just not shown them what they needed to see. I don't know. Yeah. We know, we know there's a, there's a huge log jam at forward. We've talked about like, who, who would you see Pitlicks taking their job? Like who, who, who would it be? The only, the only one would be Grimaldi maybe, um, you know, who else, who else would it be? Um, I just kind of see that, you know, you got to make the, the biggest impact you can. And apparently, you know, he just didn't show him what he needed, what he needed to. So mm-hmm. I hate it for him, but you know, there's just so many other options. Uh, so we might see him. You never know. You might see him this season. I would be surprised if we didn't.
1: So I took out Kopitar from the Kings.
0: There you go. I needed hey, a man. center.
1: <clears throat> I took Kopitar. I took, I took a veteran. I took someone who um, I feel like he's going to get points. He's going to do. He's going to do what he's got to do. So I took Kopitar. Yeah. I, I kind of took him higher than I wanted to take him, to be quite honest. But he was the out team. there, and I needed a center. And I'm I'm about to pick again really quick, so I got to be ready. But uh, looking over my team right now,
0: the uh, the Kings might be tough, man, this year. They're
1: they're definitely improving. the The LA Kings are a team that's kind of doing what the Preds are trying to do right now. They yeah. they've built it through their prospect system. Yep, And they got our guy, Victor Arvidsson, who I don't think is going to be drafted in our fantasy <laughs> draft. I mean, maybe. I don't, I don't know. But him. I'm just saying. Like, I, I think you're right. He might. We'll we see. Right. There's a lot of Victor Arvidsson lovers out there, so we'll see. <clears throat>
0: We're getting yeah, down to the
1: back me. end of the draft here where you're really just trying to get like some –
0: well, I have right actually, now right now,
1: honestly, we're at the part of the draft where it's a crapshoot. Let's be honest. You're right. But let me go That's back, the- let me go back, let me go back to the uh the waiver stuff here. Uh Rim Pitlick is is gonna be a really tough loss here if we have to lose him. And it's absolutely for me, screams to me that there's a log jam at Ford, and there's just it also tells me that you have the effect of these three players, really four players for me. But three young players, I feel like the coaches have a better confidence in than Rem Pitlick, who forced this move. Same. Igor Afanasyev, Philip Tomasino, and Cody Glass.
0: Yep. I agree those three that. players.
1: And then you also, of course, have Rocco Grabati <laughs> in that mix as well. You've got those four players who are all battling for the same spot that maybe Rem Pitlick's battling for. So in the end, you got to send someone down. You can't just keep everyone on the NHL roster. And so, unfortunately, that's what you have to do. You have to send him back to Milwaukee and hope he doesn't get claimed on waivers. And so we'll yeah. see what happens here. But it's going to be really tough to lose him. That would be so amazing. I'm up here, and I got a, I got, I'm looking for a defenseman here. I'm looking for a defenseman. <laughs> Me too. I'm looking over him. I see Ryan Ellis hanging out with the Philadelphia sure. Flyers. I'm not ready to take him. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure. going past him. No, I'm going to move past him. I see Sammy Gerard, former uh, Samuel Gerard, former Predator. Uh, I got forty seconds here. I'm wow.
0: Do you have anything sorted? Or are you just like picking? Are they? No, I'm.
1: I'm not. I'm not prepared for this at all. I'm. I'm the worst at preparing. This reminds yeah. me of when I was in high school preparing for a test.
0: I mean, I'm like I'm not prepared not at all. Really prepared either. <coughs> I can't. I can't compete. Uh, like the- Platinum, platinum Yahoo Fantasy winner. Yeah, uh, I'm not.
1: I, I'm definitely have. not platinum. I'm copper.
0: Yeah, when you pay for a Yahoo Fantasy account or whatever, you're serious about your fantasy hockey. I
1: took uh, I took, I took Barry Tyson Barry. There we go. That's good. I had to get me the best available defenseman on the board. Nothing
0: wrong with that for Edmonton. Nothing wrong with that at His all. His
1: average Yahoo fantasy draft position is 62, and I took him at 75. So, I feel like maybe I got a steal there. That's
0: good.
1: It's not bad. Judging by that, though, UC Soros' average draft position is 60, and I took him at 27. So <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, that's I'm really living and dying by UC Soros this season, I guess.
0: Yeah, I think you would be all Cowboys right.
1: Cowboys from hell, the Dallas Stars fan, my roommate is up, Clayton, who's been on the podcast before. And he took Jack Eichel. There you go. Hey, that might be a great pick if he ends up playing.
0: It could. Yeah. Wow. We'll see what happens.
1: Osei Ken Yose is up now. We are in the uh, – what round are we in now? We're at the 79th pick, whatever round that is. Let's
0: get into our Central Division Power Rankings. Oh, that's good.
1: It's our next quick hitters here.
0: Yeah, I got four picks before me, so – I'm good. All right.
1: All right. So, I'm going to reveal mine. You can tell me, Rich, if you agree with my uh, initial preseason Central Division power rankings. Uh, Once we get to two episodes a week, which is coming up when the season starts, so our first Thursday episode of the season will be the season opener against the Seattle Kraken on October 14th. So, a week from this Thursday it was when we'll start our Thursday episodes. And – Every Thursday, once the season starts, we will do a weekly Central Division Power Rankings. So we're going to go ahead and release our preseason Central Division Power Rankings. Rich, you can disagree with me here and let me know if you would move some teams around. Here is my initial Power Rankings. I got the Colorado Avalanche at number one. Agreed. I love their team. I think they got better, believe it or not. I think they got better over the offseason. Yep, they've got the be- one of the best top lines in the league, hands down. Uh, Miko Rantanen, Nathan McKinnon, Gabriel Landeskog. They got Cal McCarr, who's arguably one of the best rising defensemen. They got Darcy Kemper as a goaltender now. I mean, they're just they're they're stacked, man. They're they're yeah. ready to go. They're ready to win a cup. They are so ready to win a cup there. Uh, at number two, I got the Winnipeg Jets. I yeah. still like their team a lot. They've got Shifley at center. They've got Pierre Lutu Luke, uh, Luke Dubois at center. They're very stacked. They got Blake Wheeler. They got Kyle Connors. They've got uh, Connor Hellebuck, which is arguably a top three goaltender in the league. Very very strong. So those are my top two. I know Rich is picking there. He looks very serious right now. I'm like, who the you took? You took Robertson. No, no, you're drafting no, me right no, now. I'm Jason. Kidding. Oh, no, no. Right. UC Soros took took uh, took, uh yeah. Jason Robertson, who uh was pushing for a Calder trophy last year.
0: Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna he take... was right there
1: with the Reese off to win the uh Calder trophy. So a good pick there by the UC Soros team.
0: All the Preds fans will ap- appreciate this. I'm gonna take Radulov. off.
1: Oh, okay. So, we had two Dallas Stars players going in a row here. Oh, yeah. And we got, we got groups crack house going uh, next here. So, we'll watch that pick. Yep. CJ is groups crack house. And he took, yeah.
0: There you go. Man, they're people, they're These things are moving
1: way too fast. I can't keep up with them anymore. They are now.
0: Yeah. It's fine. All right. So, the draft's moving along.
1: We'll, we'll go back to it as we, as we go along. Yep. So, Rich, I got the ads, I got the Jets, one and two. How do you feel about that?
0: Uh, good. Um, definitely Colorado. Would the Jets
1: be your number two, or do you got someone else?
0: Gosh, man, it's just such I, I don't know. yeah, yeah, I think so. yeah, I agree. i would I would say them them or the wild is kind of a, a toss up for two, but yeah, yeah, I think I think that's good solid.
1: So I've got the Minnesota Wild at number three,
0: yep, but yeah, very I,
1: tentatively. But tentatively. but not because I want to put them at number two. I actually want to put the wild at number four and put the Dallas stars at number three. So my I'm pretty solid with the Az and the Jets at one and two. I am more or less wild and stars at three and four. I, yeah. I really they're kind of interchangeable to me. <coughs> the Dallas Stars were one of those teams last season where they just could not catch a break. They had so many yeah. injuries. They they had the they didn't even start their season till a week after everyone else started. Yep. They were right. just – they lost how many times in overtime to the Preds? Like seven times, five, six, somewhere around there. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I they, – they've largely got the same team returning. They haven't really gone through a lot of changes. They did get Ryan Suter over the offseason, mm-hmm. which I don't think he's a big game changer at this point yeah. in his career. They but
0: Braden Hopey.
1: So, the <laughs> Wild and the <laughs> Stars are interchangeable for me at three and four. My pick's up. Is that your top four, Rich, though? Avs, Jets, Wild, and Stars?
0: Absolutely. Yep.
1: All right. I'm looking over my team here. (coughs) I have not drafted a left wing yet. So I'm kind of, I kind of need to maybe do that. Wow. Uh, And I see Philip Forsberg hanging out there. This is so hard. I got Philip Forsberg staring at me in the face, but I've also got Kevin Fiala staring at me in the face.
0: Uh so I think I'm gonna get well I don't know. You know what? A while.
1: Uh I, I'm I'm kind of I'm kinda torn right now. I've got so many good left wingers. <laughs> There's so many good left wingers still on the board.
0: I feel like I need to get another goaltender, but
1: I'm going, you know what? i put my money where my mouth is again. I'm taking Philip Forsberg.
0: There you go. Look at you.
1: I got Forsberg Bravo, and UC Soros on on my team.
0: Bravo to you, sir.
1: I pick again in four picks, so I yeah. I, I see some other left wingers on here that I'm looking at yeah. hard. I almost I mean, took Kevin Fiala over Philip Forsberg. I was thinking about it, like I almost.
0: I mean, that's 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 a that would be a good pick as well. I mean, that's, I'm also that's looking wonderful. at a
1: very very good goaltender because you got to run two goaltenders in this league. You can't have yeah. one goaltender.
0: That's yeah, I'm thinking And I am easy.
1: really I'm not going to tell the three people yeah, no. who picked before me. I'm not going to tell them who I'm looking at, but I got a goaltender on my radar right now. There you go. And if he is on the <laughs> board in three picks, I am taking him. All right, so here's my top 4. Colorado Avalanche, Winnipeg Jets, Minnesota Wild, Dallas Stars. Whoever's if you're in the stream chat right now, let me know if you agree with that. CJ Lindsay, all y'all, let me know if you agree with that right now. Top four is right there. Here's where I got our beloved national predators. I got them at number five. That's, I've got yeah. them right on that borderline of we just don't know what to expect from them. I don't know. It's, I know yeah. they're not as I know they're not a Stanley Cup team. I know no. that. I, I know that they're not even a viable division winner or even maybe even a top two team. But I know they're <laughs> gonna be in that fringe. I feel like they are. And so I put them at number five, which isn't gonna be good enough to make the playoffs if they're fifth place in the division.
0: But that's kind of so, where, that's that's where, I where we had them. them. That's where we had them last year, though. They were kind of yeah. hovering around the middle. So and they yeah. wound up making it so. You they're, know. They're,
1: they're in that area once again for me. Like I don't think they're going to be as bad as a lot of people think they're going to be. Yeah. All right, I'm up. Oh. And my goaltender is still there. Guess who I'm taking? Who is it? A little bit. It, it, it's a risk. I'm taking a chance here, but I am going with Thatcher Demko of oh. the Vancouver Ducks. There you go. <coughs> there you go. I've got two bell cows. Starting for me at goaltender, that's I got good. two goaltenders who are going to be making a lot of starts for their respective teams. Yes, you do. So that's um, what, that. That's what I'm going with.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to get a goaltender next, but I'm not sure who. Have I'm you gonna not picked?
1: Yeah, well, you've got you've already
0: got Flurry. I do, but I need one more. I think. All right, so you yeah, got no the no Preds. No. At,
1: so you got the I, Preds I, at five.
0: I yeah, I would I would I would agree with that. actually.
1: Yeah. Give me
0: your sixth place team, then. I'm going to go with Chicago.
1: Oh, uh, okay. So we disagree there.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I think they made some moves. People might disagree with the moves they made. Um, they got one of the best goaltenders in the league that's got to count for something. I just I just see them being a little bit better than maybe people are giving them credit for, but yeah. Um Well I they're that, they've know. been
1: going through the they've been going through this rebuild
0: that all the all
1: Predators fans are worried about that we're about to go through. Let's be honest.
0: They
1: have. And so yeah. when it comes when it comes to the Blackhawks, I feel like they're getting there. They got a lot of young talent. They've got a lot of reasons to be excited and be optimistic about them. But they're also yeah. when I look at their team, I still see a pretty big talent gap between them and the cream of the crop of the division. <laughs> I do think that Flurry is going to help them tremendously because they're going to have a goaltender who I don't he might be out of this prime kind of, but he's still a great goaltender. And he's gonna yeah, win some know. games for them. He's gonna steal
0: some wins for yeah. them. So yeah, I was,
1: actually do have the blues ahead of them, though.
0: I have a hard time doing that ever. And
1: at that point, it's a crapshoot. But the blues do still have some veterans on their team who are really good players. And as much as I don't like Jordan Bennington, he still is a very, very good goaltender. And they've got a decent uh, defensive core. They've got Vladimir Tarasenko is back. He's still on that team.
0: He is arguably
1: one of the best scoring players. He's in that top tier. He is. So if he returns to form, they've they've got that weapon back. So I got them at number six. I got the Blackhawks at number seven. I think the Blackhawks are still a little bit of ways away before they – but they're going in the right direction, but it's a very, very slow <laughs> rebuild for them, and so that they'll be around. But it's just such a competitive central division. The central right. division is so competitive, and it's so tough. Oh my and, god! And then make a pick.
0: Let, let's um, yeah, say that
1: let's save everybody the s- suspense here, and the
0: the, the poor Arizona
1: Coyotes oh are coming gosh, in at number eight. I, mean, I
0: almost feel bad for those guys. Well, I
1: you mean, look at their roster, and it's like I was trying to look for a reason to maybe move them up to number seven. <laughs> But you look at their roster, they got nothing. Yeah. They got Clayton Keller, who is an outstanding player. They've got Phil Kessel. But their roster is so thin. Yeah. And they I mean, have no goaltending. They have no goaltending. They got Carter Hutton as one of their goaltenders, former predator goaltender.
0: There you go. I mean I listening to something. I can't remember. Somewhere somebody was talking about the Las Vegas odds or how many points they were going to get or whatever. Um, and Arizona at one point was like 69 points they were going to get on the season, and then like a week later it dropped down to like 65 or something, like it, it got worse. <laughs> well, don't so, worry, don't worry, don't worry. The Preds will give them a few points this season. You just wait oh, for it. hope not, hope not. Don't want to see that. All right, so
1: <laughs> who did you just take? You were up, you just drafted. who did you take?
0: Um, who did I take? Uh, Zach Rawinski.
1: Okay, Columbus. yeah, he's a good defenseman
0: for Columbus.
1: Yep. yep. Yeah, that's that's not a bad pick. So here – I'm looking at my roster. I still have a left wing open, and I wow. still have two defensemen open.
0: I have two defensemen In my starting roster. Way.
1: So we're filling out the rosters here. I want to start looking at some of these teams here again. Uh, let's look at some other teams we haven't looked at here. Let's look at Matt Hardesty's uh, roster here. Uh, he's got Shveshikov for uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, left wing, right wing, really, really good pick. He he took Pasternak with his first pick. He's got Nylander. He took that's Roman Yos. He took Roman Yosi. That's pretty but solid. He, he's got Campbell as his goaltender right now. So that's he might be a little weak at goaltenders. So he might want right. to start looking at gold. He might want to start looking at goaltenders at this point. We got Roman's Empire, which I'm is that is that Max Ritz or is that Max Greenberg?
0: Man, I don't remember. <laughs> I I can't keep the two Maxes. There's too many Maxes. Straight. All right,
1: so so Roman's Empire really likes Tampa Bay Lightning players because he's got <laughs> at, at center he's got Steven Stamkos and Braidpoint Point. No, no. He's got Panarin. Panarin, I mean, for the Rangers. Patcharetti, Brayton Shin, Shea Theodore for the Vegas Golden Knights, Cam Talbot at goal, goaltender for Minnesota. Okay, I'm sorry. I was saying I was saying earlier that Lindsay has a really good team, but okay. I'm sorry. Ro- Roman's Empire is looking very, very good. Right. That's a very balanced team from top to bottom.
0: All right. I need two more defensemen and I'll be. Well, I got to do the bench, but well,
1: let, let's look at let's look at Group's Crack House here. Group's Crack House, which is uh, which is a uh,
0: CJ Wodashek, our
1: Milwaukee Admirals guy. He's got Mark Scheifele, Brad Marchand, Jake Yensel, Patrick Kane, Joe Pavelski, uh, Riley for Toronto. Uh, he and, 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 hey, he took Philip Grubauer to back up yep. his uh, team name. <coughs> there you go.
0: He had to do who that. is
1: who will probably be starting against the Predators in the season opener on October fourteenth? I would say so. So I good looking team. Right. This is this, hey. I've got a lot of respect for our our uh, our teams tonight. They've done a good job drafting.
0: They have. I, I think I like um, who's Kentucky line trash Matt.
1: Yeah, Matt Hardison. Yeah, yeah.
0: I like his. I like, I think he's got a strong. Oh, our guy Ryan Ellis just went to the Cowboys from hell. Oh, wow. Who's that? Who is that?
1: 115th pick overall was Ryan Ellis. There
0: you go. There you uh,
1: go. Cowboys from hell. That's our resident Dallas Stars fan, my roommate. Oh, that's, Kyle right. That's, Stewart, right. that's
0: right. Clayton Stewart. That's right. That's
1: right. Who was on episode 41 right before we played the Dallas Stars for that do or die playoff type game. He came on the podcast. I definitely recommend everyone to go listen to that episode. (laughs) He took that was a really good episode.
0: He's got John Klingberg. That's good. Carey Price. Carey Price.
1: I don't know about that one. That's he's. I don't know. I feel like he's at towards the end of his career where he's not the same. He's not. You can't look at the name Carey Price and think Carey Price of old. Yeah. Whereas marc Andre Fleury has kind of carried it.
0: Yeah. Mark Andre Fleury. So Mark
1: Andre Fleury gives me a lot of Tom Brady vibes. Like I don't feel like he's ever going to
0: quit. Yeah, I like uh, I like Matt Hardesty's team. Okay. All right, so
1: let's let's get into our last segment of the podcast as we are running an extra long episode sixty nine oh, for you tonight yeah. because we've had a lot to get into, <coughs> and we've got one more segment for you, and that is perks picks. Perks picks. Perks picks. He couldn't join us tonight. Unfortunately, he had some family stuff to tend to, which you know what family always comes first. He'll be back next week. Kyle Perkins is going to be with us every Monday episode to give us his picks from the week. He's already been on two previous episodes with his perks picks. So go back and listen to those episodes. Uh, And he, he sent us his, uh, his (laughs) picks this week.
0: He did.
1: He phoned it in in as he's uh, uh, dealing with some family stuff. And so we are going to go with what happened this some, past week.
0: He's got some sick kiddos or something, I think.
1: Yeah. And so let's go ahead and start talking about his list right now. Yep. now let's start with number five, and that is Philip Myers. Yep. Philip Myers came over through the Ryan Ellis trade, correct? And yep. uh, he figures to fit into the <laughs> defensive core. He was protected in the Seattle Kraken protection list. Yep. So that goes to show you right there how the organization feels about him. You don't trade for a you don't trade a player away and get a player in return if you don't want to protect that player. Absolutely. And so Philip Myers, uh, Kyle Perkins says probably didn't see it on the broadcast, but I really like the pairing of Myers and Eckholm. Myers was sound defensively and allowed Eckholm to show more of his offensive side. Myers also not scared to remove anyone
0: from Saros' <laughs> vicinity with. Violent intent. There you go. Myers that's, and Ekholm. And that's what we want to see. That's, that's a big – those are a couple of big players right
1: there. Well, we're trying to figure out right now who's going to – We're trying to kind of figure out who's going to play with Ekholm this season. Because that's, who
0: I that's who I picked to put with Ekholm. Because we
1: already kind of figure it's going to be Roman Yossi and Alex Carrier. Yep. that's that. That feels like that's pretty safe to say that.
0: I would, so, I would agree with that.
1: You've got Dante Fabro, who's played with Eckholm for most of his career. But <coughs> you got Philip Myers coming in here saying, you know what? I'm ready. I want to be on that second pairing. Yep. So that when we see that first lineup revealed in those line combinations, who do you see paired with Eckholm? That's gonna be very, very interesting. I think it's to see. gonna be so that's that's idea. that's uh that's Kyle Perkins's f- no, fifth pick. No on uh, Perk's man. Picks this week. Let's go to number yep. four, and it number is four. Alex Carrier. Yep. Carrier was yep. impressive in the game Saturday night with good skating, puck handling, and offensive upside scored his first goal of the preseason. So Carrier's got that offensive upside that you want to see. Yep. And he matches very well with Roman Yossi, which is what we saw a little bit of uh, in the last season.
0: And we're all we're all Carrier fans.
1: Of course, like him a lot. And he really worked his way up through the system, which is what you love to see. He was in Milwaukee (laughs) doing his thing, making things happen. And I know that CJ, who's in the fantasy hockey league, knows all about Alex Carrier. And I am so happy to see Alex Carrier finally getting this great opportunity to stick on the NHL level. So love that pick by Kyle Perkins. Alex Carrier is his number four pick. <laughs> number three pick is Phil the Thrill. Phil and Tomasino. That is of course, that's, of course, Philip Thomasino. Thomasino yep. finally got his first preseason goal, and boy was it a nifty little tuck. One of the things about Philip Thomasino is this guy can score those nifty goals.
0: Yep. Thomasino.
1: he's such a smooth skater, and when he gets in that high-danger area, yeah, I, I I feel sorry for any goaltender who has to figure out a way to stop it.
0: I agree. We just don't know if he showed enough, you know, so far in the preseason. We don't know um, yet. We just don't know. So we don't know. You're, you're up for your pick, so I'm going right. to read number two. So number yeah, two you for you are a very pick. good person for telling me that my pick was in. You, yeah, because you got like a minute left. So number two for purchasing You're such a good person. Is the juice? So Kyle went to the game. Over the weekend and um, sent us some picks, which was cool. We got to see those, and I'm actually I'm actually going to the the Carolina game this Saturday, so I'm really excited about that. So, so for Juice, he says watching Sarris from the seat Saturday night, he looked like he had picked up where he left off. Great positioning, taking the majority of pucks directly in the logo. So that is really good to hear. Um, we we are really excited to to hear that news. I am anyway because I really it's vital for the Preds this season that, that Saros gets off to a good start. Um, they Absolutely. have really backing him up, but you know, Saros is the man we need, we need him to just pick up right where he left off. And, and uh, like he, like he was never took the summer, <laughs> like he never had a summer break. We just want him to keep going. So um, very exciting. Very exciting to hear that from Kyle about Saros. So. Yes, awesome. I took.
1: So I took. A, I went ahead and went with uh, Samuel Girard with my oh, defenseman, who's a former Pred. <laughs> and I feel really good on his upside. I feel like Samuel Girard is the type of player that's trending in the right direction, and so I went with that pick. That's our awesome. latest draft pick. All right, let's go to our top pick. This is it, and yeah, you like this we, one? We really shouldn't be surprised by this one. Because me and Kyle both are fanboys when it comes to Igor Afanasyev. And Igor Afanasyev takes the number one pick of Perk's Picks this week. Afanasyev has came into the camp and bullied his way into making life hard for John Hines and David Poyle. Goals scored were high skill. Rick Tachet compared his wrist shot to Austin Matthews. That
0: is high praise. Wow.
1: Wow. (coughs) You want to talk about a player who has done everything they could to show coaches, to put them in the starting lineup. It is Igor Afanasio.
0: I'm I'm telling you, man, like I watched the two goals that he did get. They weren't, they weren't, there was nothing. They weren't tic-tac shots. They were just straight on slap shots and lots of power. Um very impressive. They they were they were very impressive goals, and um, I, I'm definitely uh, up there with you guys. You know, and being an and, and like did.
1: and like and like,
0: Perk said,
1: John Hines has a very 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 difficult decision to make because a part. Yeah. Of, I, and, and I've already wow. I'm already on record of saying this in previous episodes. I've said I want to see Afanasiyev get his feet wet in the AHL. But you know what? If they if they start him, I'm not going to blame him because he's nope. done it. He's earned it. Yep. He's I earned agree. the right to be in this situation right now. So I'm not against it. I, I'm still under the belief that the Preds probably need to go into the season with Nick Cousins out there, with uh, <laughs> Rocco Grimaldi in the lineup. I know a lot of fans don't want to hear that. I do want to see – Philip Tomasino may be in there, but I I think that they need to go into the season yeah. seeing uh, what they have. I want to see do. Cody Glass out there, and let's get Philip Tomasino and, and Igor Afanasyev start off originally in, the, in Milwaukee. You can call them up whenever you yep. see fit, but why yeah. not see what you can do when you open up the season? Because you have a lot of options right now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so, do. yeah. <laughs> but it's so a tough call. call. It's a really out tough of, call. Out of any of the guys, the prospect guys, Afanasiev is definitely the number one contender who could take a spot from somebody. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, the way he's played and, you know, his, his shot is just amazing. So, I really like him a lot. So right. I'm, I'm up. I'm up. Yeah, you're up. So, I just realized I, I don't have a Predators player at all. You gotta so take I'm, one. I'm you going to take one. Matias, contract year at home.
1: That's actually, that might be a steal, man. That might be the Make steal it. of the draft.
0: That's my guy. I got. All right, it.
1: so this has been a fun episode 69. <coughs> uh, we're filling out our benches right now on yeah, the on our running. draft. We have gotten to the benches. We feel pretty good about our teams. We are going to follow. This season, our fantasy hockey season, as the pred season goes, we'll update how it's going. We appreciate all of our listeners for getting in on this action, getting on the fun. It, it's a lot of fun. We're so happy to have hockey season back. And, uh, uh, Rich, let us know right now, on a scale of, of 1 to 10, 10 being the best, how do you feel about your team? And um, you can be as confident as you want to be right now.
0: I'm going to say a 6. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I feel all right about it. I got Alex of that. Very conservative. A very conservative six. I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I like. I'm I'm going. uh, uh, I don't know. It's it's
1: just tough. I'm I'm going to five. I'm going dead in the middle for my team, and and the only reason is my my team my mock draft team I did earlier today is nothing like my real team.
0: (laughs) That's funny. That's awesome.
1: I, I've got one player from my mock draft team that's on my real team, and that's Mark Stone. Everyone else did not yeah. resign in my mock draft.
0: I've got a couple. I picked um, Aho. I think I mentioned that. Actually, I got three. I picked Marc-Andre Fleury, and then I also got um, – who was the other uh, uh, Tory uh Krug. So nice. I my All right. Mock draft.
1: All right, so this has been episode 69 of Catfish on Ice. <laughs> and next week, we'll be all about previewing the oh Seattle Kraken. Cannot so wait. get ready for it. So it's much, here. Man. It's also my turn to pick as I'm closing out this episode. So I've got a multitask. We are going to be previewing the Seattle Kraken game in the season opener next week on episode 70. Get yep. ready for yep. it. Appreciate everyone. This has Absolutely been Catfish and Ice, episode 69, brought to you by DraftKings and part of the Hockey Podcast Network. We will see you next week for a brand new episode. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Catfish Ice. Until then, everyone stay safe, take care, and have a safe week. We appreciate everyone. We'll see you next week.
0: Have a good one.